Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Nobody pray for me. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with Joe Franklin and Wes Moore on 1037 The Buzz. Update. Brought to you by Floyd Seafood on Kill Avenue in Sherwood. King Cakes, they got them. Mardi Gras right around the corner. What is Mardi Gras? Uh, today is Fat Tuesday. So, <laughs> I should know since I, you know, married a Louisiana girl. I don't know. That's why I ask. Um, anyway, Floyd Seafood. Mardi Gras, king cakes. Did get a king cake the other day. It's awesome. So go by Floyd's. Arkansas is going to take on Tennessee tomorrow night, eight o'clock start. Here's Coach Musselman. You know, in reality, Devo's a point. L. Ellis is is as a combo point. You know, and and so when you're playing with with those type of guys, obviously Keon Manyfield's a point guard. So you're kind of running around out there with three point guards, and even Tremont Mark, he's played some point guard for us earlier in the year. So what we had Chuck during that stretch is really four point guards, and that's going to uh, elevate your assists. It's going to elevate taking care of the ball. Talking the second half last uh, Saturday when Georgia went to that half court one three one zone trap and uh, Arkansas did have the guards out there and because of Georgia's lack of big size they could go with four guards and one big man and that's pretty much what they did for the majority of the game and it paid off I thought they attacked that zone pretty good it wasn't always. Um, a pretty thing to watch to the eye. It seemed like they were struggling a little bit with that to get the ball in the middle and then to get a uh, a good look at it. But they ended up 11 for 11 in the second half inside the three-point line. Uh, you, you'll take that every single game. 11 for 11. And that's one of the reasons why they were able to hold off and, and build a lead against Georgia in the second half. Yeah, the, anytime you're shooting the ball well and you can get those easy opportunities from the free throw line, that's all you can ask for to try to win games, and it always gives you a better chance of winning games. And by the way, uh, today is Mardi Gras. Today's Mardi Gras? Yeah, Fat Tuesday is Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. Uh, Arkansas women not celebrating today. They went to Tennessee last night and just got off to a terrible start and never could catch up. They fall to the Volunteers. The Arkansas men, the golf team, they got a win today. They went to uh, – they're in the uh, – the pol- Palmas Del Mar Collegiate Golf Tournament in Puerto Rico. And they won the whole tournament today. Shot eight under today to get the win. And then, of course, Arkansas baseball starts Friday. And starting tomorrow, we have Kendall Dix. Kendall will uh, join us tomorrow. We're going to actually tape the interview tomorrow because uh, practice between 1 to 4. And he said the only time – I told you this right, Joe. You're looking at me funny like we no, are. No, no, okay, no. I, you knew I this. Know. Okay. Yeah. We're going to tape it around noon tomorrow during his lunch break. And then he's going to start joining us every Monday live on the show because Mondays are off day except next Monday because they'll be playing a game on Monday and during our show. The first series of this season is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They're playing a four-game series, so their off day will be next Tuesday. So Kendall will join us next Tuesday. But then we're hoping, you know, schedule permits, he should have every Monday off from then on. 
and uh, we'll have him on the show. Aren't we off next Monday for President's Day? Are we? I See? think that, I didn't even know I, today is Fat Tuesday. Now you're telling me we get next Monday off? I think that's a thing. Are we off, or is it like the people in the station? Are well, we're part of the station, right? I thought that I, only makes sense for all of us. I mean, to be I'll off. take a day off. Don't don't get me wrong. It is a station holiday. Yes, though, for sure. I thought it was a station holiday for the downstairs downstairs people, and no, you know maybe some no, of the sales that's people. Supposed but to include all of us. We were all going to be working. Yeah, that's supposed to include all of us. Okay, all right. Well, we do need to make sure, though. Yeah. Well. Kendall wasn't going to be on next Monday anyway. Right, next but, Tuesday. but yeah, yeah, we're talking about us. Well. <laughs> yeah, whether we're going to be here or okay. not. Uh, big thanks to Stephen Elmore and the insurance company for stepping up, Stephen stepping up and uh, uh, sponsoring the uh, segment with Kendall Diggs. And we're going to get Stephen up here to talk a little Razorback sport. Big Razorback fan, big sports fan, and uh, obviously to uh, support Kendall Diggs in this segment. Big thanks to him also. Let's talk a little bit more Razorbacks. Coach Z, Matt Zimmerman joins us now. He is ready to roll. Coach, welcome in. How are you? Hey, Wes. What's going on, Joe? Uh, hanging in there. Doing, doing okay. Doing okay. Hey, Coach Z, do you get President's Day off? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think we I should. I'm all for it. But, no, I think they're going to make us come to work, <laughs> as far as I know. But, uh, yeah, you guys need to be off for sure. How much better was uh, Saturday night following a win? <laughs> yeah, just a lot better, Wes. You know, much needed. And it was one of those games going in which felt like you were going to win, but I felt that about seven other times this year mm-hmm. got beat. So you never knew what was going to happen. And there you go. You you get a good lead. You're up 12, playing pretty well. Georgia didn't look like they had any chance to win the game. And then, boom, here they come. And they had a darn good chance to win it at the end. And, you know, big bucket by Mackay, kind of a collapse, fell apart Georgia defense, and then the, the wide open three in the corner, and L buried it. The left corner three is not yep. super easy shot, and he buried it. Those two plays were the difference. Tremont Mark had a couple of big time mid range shots, and he makes free throws, you win. But it was not an easy basketball game for the Razorbacks. And I was thankful for Georgia's one three one. I thought they played us a little better in their man to man, but you know we were attacking their man. And they kind of gave up on it, mm-hmm. and they went to that one-three-one. And Arkansas did a good job of just kind of spacing it out, getting the ball in the middle of the floor, and attacking. And like when Devo caught it there in the middle, he kind of had his he had about three guys he could feed it to. To he got it to Makai, and he scored. And there was just a we did a good job against that one-three-one. Uh, I don't know if we're going to see much more one-three-one this year, but hopefully we see it every game. Coaches, you know, I'm I'm taking over my new role, kind of being the point guard on this thing, and uh, yeah. I just had a turnover. If you'll hold just a second, let me do this right. You're thinking, okay, here we go again. Two seconds, one second, the Hornets now. Arkansas wins! The Razorbacks have won it! Isher's team is built different. They're built more above the rim. Coach Matt Zimmerman on Out of Bounds is brought to you by Telco Federal Credit Union. Providing loans since 1950 for your dream home, duck cabin, home remodel, or vehicle. Apply online at telco.com. Much better now. There you go. I that was that, that squeaky laugh or whatever that was out. That was a good you attempt. Take that out. <laughs> you don't like that? <laughs> no, God, no, Joe. It sounds awful. But, no, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the tension for sure. But, yeah, that's a little embarrassing. But it's all good. It's all good. You mentioned <laughs> L. Ellis a few minutes ago, and we have yeah. L. on the show every Monday. And right. uh, a couple weeks ago, it was tough, man. Uh, he hadn't played in two games. Uh, he yeah. went from thirty something minutes against Kentucky and had a you know a costly turnover there at the end and did not play at all against Missouri or LSU yeah. and you know I had a conversation with him on air and he was like man I can only do what I can keep doing just keep working hard in practice have a good week of wow. practice and keep supporting my teammates he said that's my role yeah. right now because they I was the one getting playing time for a while and some other guys weren't getting to play but they were over on the bench supporting me encouraging me and. Now the roles have changed, and I'm I got to support them. And man, I just I, I just applauded you the young that. man for the attitude that he had. And then to see, yeah. you know, I didn't know it. I'm I'm driving over to walk-ons and I see the starting lineup. I hear you guys talk about the starting lineup, and I'm like, oh my gosh, L. Ellis is starting. And then not only to start, but then to take advantage of those minutes and play so yeah. well. 
I, I'm, I've, I've just been an L. Ellis fan all week, and just so happy for him. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, hadn't like you said hadn't played at all in those two games. And I, I was looking at it uh, on Saturday morning when I found out he was going to start, and it's the fifth time that he's gone from thirty plus minutes down to seven minutes or less, or vice versa. So going from a lot of minutes to virtually no minutes, and then virtually no minutes to over 30 minutes, that's happened five times to him. And one of them was all the way back from Greensboro. We played Greensboro at home and lost. He played 30 minutes. Then he plays five minutes against Stanford. And then on and on. Then you know, then we, we play North Carolina, and he plays a little bit, but then he comes back against Duke and plays 31 minutes. And then the game after that, he plays 10 minutes. He's been all over the place. He's had games of one minute, and he's had games of four minutes, and games of seven minutes. He's been on a roller coaster ride between him and with, with Coach and, and the team and the staff. He's had a roller coaster ride. He's hung in there and had a great attitude, and I don't think we win that game without him on Saturday. He played very well, and uh, he's an older guy, experienced guy, 23, 24 years old now, and uh, we need him down the stretch here. What can a team take away from the Georgia game, some of the things that they did really well, and take it into this Tennessee game? Just the confidence of, hey, we won an SEC game and, uh, and, and played at times very well in the basketball game. And you take that and you build on it and you find, you find the little things that you did well. You expand on those, which are obviously Jalen and Mackay playing better. The four-guard lineup is, is good. Um, it's something that he, you know, he did that a lot his first year. That was not a real great team the first year at all. Finished eleventh in the league, but at times they had some good wins playing the four guard lineup. And there was, there's been other times in the last three years that he's thrown this four guard lineup, and that's hard for people to deal with, especially in our league where most people are playing two big men. So I love going to the four guard lineup, and uh, I think you take that from you from it, and uh, you got to play L, and you got to play Keon, and. And make sure those guys, you know, you're out there. They don't have to be out there 38 minutes, but they need to be playing Tremont, Mark, Mackay, and, and uh, Jalen. Those are the five that need to be out there a, a good part of the ball game. And then you can sub with the other guys or, you know, however you want to do it. But I think that's very important. Those guys are all capable, you know, even battle. Maybe he'll get going. You know, he, he didn't play in the second half. I think he's desperate to get out and help. He hadn't had a big game in, in four weeks. You know, maybe he's due. And so, uh, but it, it's a team that has a lot of potential still. Um, it hadn't lived up to its potential at all, three and seven in the league. But, you know, if, if you win tomorrow night, LSU loses, which they probably will at Florida tonight, uh, and the Hawks take care of business against Tennessee, who normally we beat at home. Um, boom. You, now you get out of that Wednesday ball game. You're already, you're already, you know, lining up on, on a Thursday game. You pass people. And so the people we need to pass are Georgia and uh, LSU, and you, you you win tomorrow night and beat you know a ten, top ten ranked Tennessee. Now you start moving up in the standings, you know, a pretty good amount. Coach, what did you see out of Devo? Did you see anything different from Devo <clears throat> Devo after the time off? Um, he seemed a, he seemed a little more focused. Uh, he seemed more dialed in. He seemed not that he's not always been serious, but I think he was. <clears throat> He probably knew deep down, hey, I'm pretty fortunate right here. You know, I would have to think he would had to felt pretty fortunate because you just don't ever know what happens when you take uh, away time from the team like that. Where, where's my spot when I come back? It's not like he missed a, a game. You missed three games in the heat of the SEC season. And so to be able to come back and be the sixth man, Makai has settled in as the sixth man, right? Makai had been the sixth man for like five straight games. And so you come back, you 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 nudge Makai out of the way as the sixth man, and and you play thirty four minutes and thirty four seconds. First game back, it's pretty good, pretty good. And so I think that uh, he, I think he knows that. I think Devo's know, you know, hey, that's uh, this is a, an opportunity. I'm getting another opportunity, and I have to make this opportunity last. And I think he just kind of stayed under control. I think now he got beat off the dribble a couple times in the second half. Um, one time he got lost on a curl. They gave, they got a layup out of it. But other than that, he played some pretty good. He played better defense, I think, than he has. Offense, he still, you know, you could see it was a guy that had been out. I mean, he, he played 34 minutes and, and made one basket. But it was a, you know, it was a nice three pointer at the top. And he got four rebounds and he got, and, uh, he had three assists. So, and here's another thing. 
He had 10 assists all, I mean, 10 steals all year. You know, this is a guy that's always had pretty decent steal numbers. So all season, it was kind of like, what? I know he's not gambling and running around just trying to steal the ball, but if you're playing 30 something minutes every game, you're an SEC guard, you're an older guy, you're going to, you know, four steals, you're going to, you know, you're going to have some steals fall in your lap, right? Mm. <clears throat> and he had 10. Well, the other day, he looked a little bit more like the old Devo. He kind of gambled a little bit. He got out in some passing lane. He got in some deflections, and he got a couple steals. And I think he probably caused another two that we got that he didn't get credit for. So he, he played pretty good defense, and we're going to need that against uh, when, we, when we play good teams. Talking to Coach Z here on Out of Bounds, brought to you by Telco Federal Credit Union. And uh, we talked about L. Ellis and some of the guards that are on this team. L. Ellis working his way back into the rotation. And we mentioned Caleb Battle. How does he work his way back onto the court with the team that's in place and, and the rotation that's going here in the most recent games? Uh, I think he just really needs to start uh, being a little bit more aggressive on offense. You know, the other day, uh, you know, the Missouri game that we won, he, he wasn't great in that game. He started, played 15 minutes, but, he, you know, he, he, he made a couple of baskets and he, he showed some signs of maybe getting back to that old battle and that it would be a little more aggressive. And then the other day against the, in, the, in the Georgia game, um, you know, he, he only played two minutes and thirty six seconds. So it's hard to ask him to be, hey, go out and uh, go out and get us twelve points in two minutes and thirty six seconds. So he's got to earn more playing time. That won't be easy for him to get with Devo coming back. And Devo's obviously going to get a lot of minutes. We see that as the, as the proof. And so we know Tremont Mark and Lane Locker and Menafield. L. Ellis, that's a lot of guards. That's five guards right there. So he's got to he's got to just fight his butt off in practice, and he's got to be able to show that I can come out and help this team. And you got Davenport, who started the last game and didn't play, in, you know, in the in down the stretch. And so there's a lot of guards on this team. We've talked about that all year, and he's kind of the uh, the guy that's there. Other than Pinion, who's you know a little bit of an odd man out right now, that's the, that's something that battles facing guys. And so he's got to figure out a way. Not that he's fighting his teammates, but that's just the reality. If he's going to give a bunch of minutes to L and Layden and Tremont and Jeremiah started the last game, Devo, that's the key on Minifield, that's a lot of guards. So I've got to go out and I get a chance. i got to play really good defense. I cannot turn the ball over. And then if I can get in the flow, we know that he can score. He's still the second-leading scorer on the team. Hmm. And he hasn't scored much in a month. He's still the second-leading scorer on the team. Coach, can they play four guards against Tennessee? <clears throat> yeah, they can at home. Yeah, yeah, and we've tried to do that before in Knoxville. It didn't work very good, but but we can definitely do that um, because I think it'll it'll allow us on offense to be much more efficient and spread it out. Tennessee's going to want to start a couple bigs, and that's uh and if and usually I mean they're always playing a couple bigs, so that's going to make Connect mm-hmm. have to guard uh, and Connect's kind of a guard anyway, like six six guy, but. But Connect is going to have to be a little bit of a tough matchup for Dalton Connect. And then, um, you know, they, they've been starting uh, Jonas Adu, Adu mm-hmm. who's really, Adu's done a good job of uh, improving. But he's going to be on our big man, right? Yep. And then uh, that means Josiah Jordan-James, who plays a lot of minutes, who's 6'7", 225. Josiah's going to have to guard uh, uh, a Devo or have to guard a, uh, is he going to guard Keon Menafield? Is he going to guard... Tremont, Mark, and so it, it's a little bit of a tough matchup for them. Now, on the other end, uh, to me, Tennessee has struggled on the road all season, guys. They, they had a really good road win at Kentucky. Uh, but a lot of people have had road wins at Kentucky. This first time since the 60s that they've lost three home games in a row. I can't wait to see them play Ole Miss tonight. Can't wait. Because Ole Miss isn't bad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but but <clears throat> I think that uh, – that it could be it could be a something that can help the Razorbacks, the four guard lineup. You got to be able to rebound out of it, and, and you know Tennessee is always going to crash the board. <clears throat> Tennessee doesn't rebound to the level of Ole Miss or Texas A and M, but they're still you know most of our rebounding stats in the league. Tennessee's still anywhere five, six, or seven, whereas we're down there 12, 13, 14 in all the rebounding stats. So we got to be able to hang in the ballpark with them on the glass. With the four guards on the court, from an offensive standpoint, that may give Arkansas an advantage, but how do they counter that defensively? Yeah, who guards connect? I think we'll see Devo, and I don't know if Devo will start, but if it's 
I just don't know if he'll start the same lineup that he did against Georgia, but it was a win, and coaches tend to go back to what happened in a win. So in the win over Georgia, you know, we had Chandler started. Well, Chandler's going to have to guard Jonas Adu, in my opinion. So then if it's the same starting lineup, now you're looking at uh, Jeremiah Davenport guard Connect, and that's not a huge size difference there. Um, but Jeremiah would probably be on him in the man-to-man. You know, I'm still waiting on Coach. He threw that zone out against Florida. Does he throw a zone out against Tennessee, a team that at times struggled to shoot, and they have struggled to shoot on the road. The only time they shot it well was in Rupp Arena. And so, you know, does he, does he throw that at him? I know he's going to start in man-to-man, but that'll be really interesting to see. But I think Devo will, play, will be on connect a lot. Tremont Mark will be on connect a lot. Mm-hmm. That's the three guys I think you'll see on him most of the time when he's running down the floor, as long as we're in man-to-man, will be Devo uh, or or Tremont. And, uh, you know, and, and he, may, he may throw Jeremiah when he's out. Jeremiah's another one that's a wild card, guys, because, you know, you know, you don't know if he's going to start and play 237 two minutes or if he's going to play 15 or 18 or 20 minutes. So it'd be hard to put the smaller guard on connect. I mean, Blocker can guard him on a switch, or, or L can guard him on a switch, but you don't want to have to have, you know, Layden or L or Keon, those three smaller guards, have to guard uh, Connect for, for, for very long. We're talking with Matt Zimmerman. Thanks to our friends at Telco Federal Credit Union. Coach, let me ask you the out-of-bounds question of the day. Out of Arkansas's next three games, home against Tennessee, at Mississippi State, uh-huh. at Texas A&M, what's the most winnable game? <clears throat> I would say probably Tennessee uh, at home, and and we're due to still shoot like have one of those games where we really get hot shooting. We started off okay, pretty good against Georgia, but then we cool. You know, we we made eleven out of eleven shots in the second half from inside the three. That's incredible, and we missed three pointers. But I, I, I I'm always just going to go with the home game, especially when it's when you're talking about a team like Arkansas. I know we've lost four road games, but that's that's number one, I think. Um, and, and, and Mississippi State is a is a winnable game on Saturday. We'll have to play well. We will have to go with a with a hard hat mentality. We haven't been good on the road this year. The only win, road win we have is at Missouri, who's winless in the league. So we'll have to have a hard hat. But you'll have a chance against State and A and M because both of them kind of uh, you know they can they can grind it down and play a little slower, and the game can creep into the fifties. Both of those teams have had several games this year in the fifties. Arkansas has a hot shooting night on the road in one of those two, two places you can win. Okay, Coach, uh, out-of-bounds question of the day. If Arkansas is only going to win, or Arkansas's best chance to win one of those games, Tennessee, Mississippi yeah. State, A&M, which, which would you take? Right now leading by far is Mississippi State with 70%. Pinning you down. Okay. It's Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tennessee, yeah. Hmm. But Tennessee's good. I mean, they're, they're in the top ten for a reason. But I just – I look at their – you know, Vanderbilt should have beat Tennessee. And no, they didn't. Tennessee found a way. But I just think Tennessee has – and Vescovy has eaten us up in his mm-hmm. career in Knoxville. And Vescovy is, is – is, is, Bud Walton has bothered him thus far in his career. And he's a fifth-year guy now. And uh, we've had – you look through the history of time – um, we've done a pretty good job against them, almost the level of our success against Georgia. I mean, uh, uh, they've won four times ever in, in, in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and uh, they're four. They're four and twelve. It's, it don't mean nothing when the ball's thrown up. It's different players, but throughout time, I do believe in history, and, and uh, they have not had a lot of success. They they beat us in Knoxville almost every time. Uh, we've won there four times ever, but they've won four times ever also in, in Fayetteville. So Mississippi State leading the way, Tennessee thirteen point nine percent, Texas A and M fifteen point eight percent. Okay, wow, okay. Mississippi State still winning. That surprises me because they haven't won in Tennessee. Tennessee last. In, they haven't won in Starkville in a long time, Coach. Mm-mm. We won there in fifteen with Bobby Portis and Michael Ball yep. and Landis Harris. Yep, and I don't know if we have won there since. No, that's Maybe what we said, six, right, Joe? Twenty fifteen. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And Portis and them, it was a Saturday afternoon game. They actually had a really good crowd, and we played great and had a good win. Um, but, yeah, it's been a long time since we've won in Stark. And it's been 2019 since they won in College Station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Some good yeah, teams. and That just shows you it's tough to win on the road in the SEC. That's right. That's exactly right. And we've had some close ones 
and lost in College Station since then with Coach yeah. Musselman. We've lost some close ones. But we had not had a lot of close losses in Starkville no. in 2015. We have not. Coach, thank you. We appreciate your time. All right, guys. You're welcome for sure. All right. Matt Zimmerman joining us thanks to Telco Federal Credit Union over on the over on the Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 501. Does Arkansas play tonight? No, it's tomorrow night. 8 o'clock against Tennessee. Don't forget the Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC post-game show live from walk-ons. You can come on out and see us, hang out with us, watch the game. Joe wants to know, can anyone vouch for the Red Oak Steakhouse at Saracen? Not Absolutely. only would I vouch for it, I would highly, highly recommend it. It was fantastic. Fabulous. I mean, I, there, there are not enough adjectives for me to describe that place. It was that good. It's one of a kind. It is unique. And then Saracen, the experience you get in Saracen itself. Just going to the casino, not only is it about Red Oak, but they have many attractions there. Uh, this one from J.K. I don't understand Coach Musk's reason for his crazy roller coaster ride. Why not establish a starting lineup and go from there? Uh, these players come here to play. I think it's more he gets frustrated and uh, they uh, come in the game, do something silly, do something that uh, they keep they've been doing all year. Whether it's a defensive lapse, a, a mistake on offense, a turnover, lack of rebounding, it's something that triggers. And it's like this guy's been doing this all year. Why won't he learn? And he gets mad and pulls him out of the game. That's what practice is for. Yeah, and we don't get to see practice. Not familiar with NIL. What are Arkansas's chances to win it? Not familiar with the NIL. Oh, NIT. NIT. What are Arkansas's chances to win it all as 20 is, is, win it all is, is it twenty wins to get into the NIT? I don't think there's a minimum requirement to get into no. the NIT. No. Um, they will... I, usually take a couple of SEC teams that don't make the NCAA tournament. Right now, nine SEC teams are projected to go to the NCAA tournament. So the NIT might be looking at that 10th, 11th team to get into the NIT tournament. But, you know, if, I think I do think you have to be over 500 to get in the NIT. Yeah, that, that's kind of a split question. Uh, the 20 wins was about the NCAA tournament, and that bar has been raised in the last few years. It's yeah. closer to about 23 wins. To yeah. get in. Now, now you can have less than that, but mm-hmm. that's about average. Yeah. 22, 23. Arkansas would have to get hot down the stretch, and it, it, it all starts tomorrow night. And the two road wins we're, we're talking about, those net ranking teams that are real high up there, you beat those teams on the road, all of a sudden that boosts your net ranking tremendously. If you still are holding out hope, this is a huge next three games. They win all three games, then all of a sudden we can start discussing some different options that and is scenarios. Holding out hope. Yes. Arkansas's chances to win it all. All three. <laughs> well, they're saying win it all. Oh, win like, it all? Yeah, get oh. into the NCAA tournament as a start and win it all. Oh, Lord. That's optimism. No, no. That's holding on to hope big time. Listening from the office today, a great trio on air with Coach Z. Tons of upsets already in the top 25 this season. Actually, a higher number of upsets in the last 30 days, so a dub tonight is definitely possible. Dub tomorrow night. Please check with Coach and see if he'll say Tennessee is in trouble, Chuck, in the first half. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, David. I didn't see that, or I told him. What game was that? Was it the Missouri game that Coach Coach Z called it in the first half and said uh, Arkansas was going to win this game? It was. It was. I'm pretty, yeah, it was the Missouri game. Yeah, I don't remember exactly which, which yeah. game, but I no, remember getting Coach a tweet Z. from somebody saying Coach Z's already said Arkansas is winning this game in the first half. He has a feel for it. Whenever things are going great, yeah. he's going to put it out there. Well, the one more from Stewart and Star City before we hit this break. Will the Arkansas baseball game Friday be on 103.7 or 106.7? It will be on 106.7. I was like, "Do we get the day off on Friday for Razorback <laughs> baseball? Wouldn't that be nice?" Because I'm new to the show, I didn't know. You know, I don't know how often you guys get an afternoon off because of Razorback baseball. Uh, it's a rarity. It used to happen quite a bit more, but uh, with 106.7 Buzz Two, doesn't happen as much. Well, we hope you're listening to us, but you know, 
diehard Razorback fans. I understand. You've got to listen to that baseball team, too. I'll give you updates throughout the uh, the game. So if you don't you know, have to listen to every single pitch, I'm not going to let an inning go by without giving you an update. So I'll, I'll keep you informed Friday. So go ahead and listen to us. We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to uh, get back into the Super Bowl NFL talk. Uh, got some good sound from uh, some of the things that have happened since the Super Bowl. And even in the Super Bowl. Uh, Patrick Mahomes mic'd up. Is that pretty cool? I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. Okay. We'll hear that when we come back. Stick around. This is Out of Bounds. Listen for Oakwan's Nancy Holtis on the Zone, presented by Crave Barbecue and Specialty Dogs. Brian's new sports mecca in Saline County. Crave carries all the sporting events on their flat screens, axe throwing, and 30 beers and mixed drinks on their beer wall. Award-winning barbecue and specialty dogs. Plus, get lunch for under 10 bucks. Crave Barbecue and Specialty Dogs in Bryant. Sports Center. Last night in college basketball, Texas Tech pulled the upset over sixth-ranked Kansas, winning 79-50. to They were led by sophomore guard Darren Williams, who had 30 points on 12 of 12 from the floor and 11 rebounds. For the season, he's averaging just 9 points and 7 rebounds. Tonight in the SEC, Vanderbilt will host Texas A&M at 6 on ESPNU. Florida will take on LSU at 7 in the Swamp on the SEC Network. Then 22nd-ranked Kentucky will host Ole Miss at 8 on ESPN. And nationally, there's just one ranked matchup. 12th-ranked Baylor will host 25th-ranked Oklahoma at 8 on ESPN2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. So I was talking to my friend Bobby the other day, and he said, is this QC Kinetics real? Like, will they really get rid of my joint pain? I said, absolutely. If you've got injuries or if you've got arthritis, just call them today for that free consultation, and they will show you exactly how your own body will heal itself. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Connects uses regenerative medicine that is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Do you have arthritis? arthritis, or maybe an old injury. Don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Do like many people in Central Arkansas have done. Call QC Kinetics now for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Once again, the consultation's free at QC Kinetics. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Jeremiah Matthews in Little Rock, Justin Sollers in North Little Rock, or Michael Ludwig in Greenbrier today. Need a new set of tires? Or maybe your car is making a noise that is waking the dead. Payday is still two weeks away, or maybe you're waiting on your tax refund. We've all been there. Your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot understands. That's why we offer several finance programs. Maybe your credit's not as spotless as you'd like it to be. Our understanding staff can help. All this and huge savings, too. Tight service and straight talk. Big O Tires. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, the problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. You got to get to Robert Irwin Jewelers. We've got Flexi Bangles and they start at only 500 $99. With every purchase of $99 or more, get a free box of chocolates and a dozen roses. Now with two locations in the area and the newest one in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock. Or online at rijewelers.com. Tune in each week for I Didn't See That Coming on The Zone. Every Tuesday, Justin and DJ discuss those stories that cause you to raise an eyebrow. It's I Didn't See That Coming presented by Barton's Home Outlet. Kitchens, baths, floors, and more. 100% employee owned. 
Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Good church ride bunch F shuttle. Tom and Jerry right yellow. Orange, 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 let's go. 13 seconds to go in the overtime. Set. We're good, we're good. A touchdown wins the game. Set. Right side touchdown. Kansas City. Tiger 12, so that puts McColl in, and two tight ends, one running back. Yeah. Tom and Jerry Wright, one-way play. We don't have a lot of one-way plays, but this is it. Yep. And it's gun, trips right, bunch, F shuttle. Okay. And that gives you a little corn dog with some, what, Let some me ask you this. What, 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 is the, what is the part of that play that denotes the motion the shuttle x shuttle okay shuttle all right easy x okay man it's a, it was an in and out play y'all might have seen it uh when we played philly the corn dog play is kind of similar version of that man and it, it worked to perfection how about one congratulations on being a winner of super bowl 58 how you guys had to log plays it took you guys a while to get going but you didn't quit we did we never go quick man we, we did what we were supposed to do you know, we, we, we fought together, we came together as a team, and made sure we got the win together. How about this defense to force a field goal to give you guys the opportunity to, to drive down? They've been great all well, year. They was great the whole game. They did exactly what they needed to do. I'm just, I'm just mad we could put more points up for them. But um, they, they, did, they, they did that job, and we just had to finish it. Sal Pals here waiting for you, pal. Mm, good stuff on that last play, the game winner for the Chiefs. That's all you can ask for. Super Bowl come down to last play of the game. Oh, yeah. And then uh, there was a sense of people that were outside of the Chiefs and the team about the clock running and uh, them calling timeout. But what they were doing was they were setting it up in case they didn't score the touchdown there. Then, of course, you kick the field goal, you go to double overtime. But they were taking it down to the last minute. They were being aggressive in the fact that they wanted to win the game then. But if something freaky happened where – you know, the rush came at Patrick Mahomes. He wasn't able to hit an open receiver. You still have the option at the end of the game where you have a little bit of time left to kick that game-tying field goal and take it to the next frame. What down was that? Was that, fir- was that first down? Uh, I can't remember what down it was. Um, but, so last night, going back and kind of re-watching some of the things, some of the key moments in the game. The game was lost with two minutes left in regulation for the 49ers. If they pick up a first down then, they're in a great position to just go win the game Mm -hmm. on a game-winning field goal, run all the time off the clock. But the Chiefs, they blitzed, and um, Brandon Ayuk, and this is something that Rasheed Rice had a problem with with Patrick Mahomes. When you have a receiver in the middle of the field – they can catch the ball and run. Brandon Ayuk was in a similar situation, and Brock Purdy threw the ball outside to the left. Mm. He tried to complete the pass there, which it would have been a first down. Brandon Ayuk is in the middle of the field, but the rush got to him so quickly that he couldn't look away to see that the middle of the field was open. It's what happens when you get pressure on the quarterback. He has to make a quick decision. He can't scan the entire field and see a guy that's breaking wide open. That's why it's so important to get after the quarterback, and both teams did that in the Super Bowl. They put pressure. First half especially, the 49ers got to Mahomes a lot and caused him to to run around and throw the ball away and some incomplete passes and an interception, the one uh, that we was trying to get to Kelsey. He was under pressure and was uh, scrambling, running forward, and overthrew Kelsey a little bit. I thought the 49ers, uh, they, they had a couple opportunities. There, on after that interception, go three and out, right around midfield. 
I mean, one first down, their fringe field goal range, couple first downs, they're they're easy field goal. Taking time off the clock. Got nothing. Nothing out of it. And then uh and then uh, the whole muff punt, that that issue there. I heard a great breakdown today on a national radio show. It was like First of all, the punt returner made a terrible mistake. Run up and catch the ball. And that is a pet peeve of mine. You're a punt returner. You're you're back there. I hate it when a punt hits and rolls and rolls and rolls and you lose 10, 15, 20 yards. Just go up and catch the ball. That's your that's just your job. Go up and catch fair catch it and catch the ball. He let it bounce. He was yelling, trying to get the attention of his players. And then after he saw it hit, you know, it took the replay for us. We're like, why did he even try to try to catch that? That was so stupid. Well, then we saw it hit the player's leg, and he realized that. He knew that. But instead of almost trying to catch the bounce, just fall on it. You That's know, it. Smother it. That's it. Don't try to catch it with your hands and be able on your feet and try to return it. Th- if you're not going to run up and just fair catch it, don't try to catch it right then when it's bouncing like that. You got to fall on it, smother the ball, and fall on it. Just several mistakes made on that play, and that that was a game changer right there for the Kansas City to get that. And that that was the only touchdown they had scored until overtime, and they only had to drive what nineteen yards because of the muff punt. And they scored right away. It yeah. was on the next First play. play. Yeah, when Valdez Scantling breaks wide open, but when the ball is in the air like that, and it is gonna fall short he he was in a position where he would have had to run quite a, a ways you know run up quite a way like seven to, yards to be in position to catch it and by that time it, it's the ball is is coming down fast and so the best thing is when you see that that you know people are around the ball is to try to get everybody away but what was said about that was he needed to be more demonstrative mm-hmm. in the fact that, hey, the ball is is going to hit the ground. Everybody get out of the way. Get out. And he wasn't as vocal as he needed to be. Mm-hmm. So that may have been the first mistake that he made. And then the second mistake was not just falling on the ball. He's still trying to pick it up. Trying to catch it off the bounce. Yeah. Smother it. Fall on it. Let's go to Frank real quick before we hit the break. Frank, welcome into Out of Bounds. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to, this morning I, I saw on the run by on ESPN that the the league office is, they're getting so many calls, people are demanding that they investigate <laughs> the holding calls. Not happening, Particularly Frank. the non-holding calls on Boza. Yeah, I saw well, I a stat that this morning, Frank, that Kansas City has now played three Super Bowls. Last three Super Bowls they won. Not one single holding call on the <laughs> offensive line. <laughs> now, that is a, a bit ridiculous because you know they are holding, and at some point it, it could be called. You know, Frank, I thought it was going on both ways. I mean, I saw it, and I've seen the one that, you know, that Bose was basically necktied and brought to the ground and falls down. Uh, but, look, I, I, I was watching on the other – there was one time I was wanting the Chiefs to go three and out, or, I mean, the 49ers to go three and out, and it's third down, and two of the Chiefs defensive linemen were held. And they both, you know, got their hands in the air, and they're flailing, and I see the flag. I'm like, all right, there, there we go. That's a hold. Incomplete pass. I'm like, right, we'll decline it. That's a fine. They'll have to punt anyway. It was defensive holding on the uh, DB, which it was. I'm like, well, what about the holding on the offensive line? So I, I believe, Frank, they were just letting them get away. He was still talking. I turned him down. I I think they were getting it away. The offensive line, both teams were getting away with holding. No, no. You, that's an excuse. You can, you can call holding on every play. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Okay, you so. Watch, you watch both. The, the first half, they – they knew they can't block San Francisco. They made three points. Frank, you know what an excuse is? Could not. An excuse is blaming the refs for losing the game. Like, both teams had opportunities, and we saw that the game went to overtime. It's a close game. It wasn't lost on one particular play, but there are many factors through a game. But the Niners, with two minutes left, they pick up a first down, they can put that game away. 
and they didn't pick up a first down. Is that more on the Niners, or is that on the Chiefs and being able to defend them where they can't pick up the first down? Give credit to the Chiefs. The Chiefs stopped them from getting that first down. I saw an interview with the 49ers defensive line. One of the def- It wasn't Bosa. It was another one. He told the offensive line, his offensive line teammates, hey, they're letting them hold. They're not, they're not calling it. They're going to let you all get away with it. Do what you got to do. So the players recognized early in the first half that the officials weren't going to call holding and that the offensive line can get away with it. And so they were talking to their teammates to let them know. That's great from a, no, a defensive player. You have to adjust. And that's why I, look, I've seen it. Yes, you're right. They were holding Bosa, but they were holding Young. They were holding the Chiefs also. It's how you adapt. As long as you're consistent, I'm fine with it. As long as you can consi- don't all of a sudden in the fourth quarter start calling it and you hadn't called it the whole game or call some ticky-tack holding. You haven't called that the whole game. Don't start it now. Just be consistent with it both sides of the ball. And I think they were. They just weren't calling it, period. Was there a holding call, period? Yeah. There, Offensive yeah, line holding? Yeah, there, there was. Okay. Yeah, yeah there, there were a couple of them at least. We got to take a break. When we come back, we can talk some more Super Bowl. We got some more good sound to play. We're just kind of getting started. We'll wrap up our number two next. This is Out of Bounds. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Whenever wintry weather, or even the rumor of it, invades Arkansas, Arkansans invade the grocery stores and buy up all the milk and bread, which always has been a puzzle to me. This January snow left shelves across Little Rock emptied of both. Here's an idea. The next time snow and ice come our way, forget about the milk and bread. Instead, stock up on corn dogs and Coke. That way it'll feel like you're at the state fair instead of being snowed in and watching Bonanza. You want to know where you can get corn dogs and Coke? Double B's? We have the best. Stop by for a snack and a perfect fountain drink. All 34 Double B's locations have monthly specials on all kinds of stuff that you need. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Four score and seven years ago. I don't know how long ago that was, but I'm pretty sure that's when we got our sofa. And those recliners. If you're sitting on furniture from a fireside chat with FDR, get presidential savings at Lazy Boy Home Furnishings. East Wing, West Wing, even your Oval Office. 30% off store-wide and up to 50% off on select items. Extended hours on President's Day. Save even more Franklins with Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and decor. Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock. Long live the lazy. If there's anything green in your yard right now, it's probably a weed, and you need to do something about it. Weed control and fertilization service from Sanders Ground Essentials is easier and less expensive than doing nothing or even trying to do it yourself. 315-9395 or go online at sandersground.com. Let's get growing. It's football time in Arkansas. Step up to the line of scrimmage each Tuesday during Drive Time Sports for Scoop and Score with me, Kevin Bohannon. I'll give you the latest news and information about anything football from high school to college in the natural state. Special thanks to the Wood family of dealerships in Batesville for making this all happen. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Hey, Central Arkansas, this is Pat Bradley. Let's talk about the weekly schedule at Brewski's North. The doors open seven days a week for lunch at 11 a.m. Happy hour goes from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. Tuesday night, it's Texas Hold'em Poker at 7 p.m. Wednesday, it's Trivia Night with Team General Trivia at 7 p.m. 
Thursday night gets the weekend started with live music at 9 p.m. And every Friday and Saturday night, it's a karaoke party, 9 p.m. till 2 a.m. Brewskies, you home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Hit us up online at brewskiespubandgrub.com. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee from Ava Bella Day Spa, and Valentine's Day is here. We have specials ranging from $60 to $200. How about the Love Bug Special? A 60-minute healing stone massage with a chocolate espresso treatment. $150. Find all of our specials at avabelladayspa.com. Print your gift certificate from home or send it to the recipient. It's as easy as that. Thanks and happy Valentine's Day. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Welcome back to Out of Bounds. Westmore, Joe Franklin. You need some tires. Big O Tires is ready to make a deal. BigOtires.com slash deals to see all their monthly deals. And if you're kind of waiting until the tax returns come, you don't have to. Big O Tires has financing options available. And they realize you may not have perfect credit. They're ready to do some work and dealing with you. They know. Not everybody's got perfect credit. Two locations, Cabot and Conway. And Conway, their own Hark Rider. And Cabot, it's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. And they have much... Well, they have all the name brand tires, plus the Big O Tire. And they do more than just tires. They'll work on your vehicle. So go by and see our friends at Big O Tires. That is the team we trust. Some good SEC games tonight, Joe. I'm looking forward to watching a little college basketball, some SEC action. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. I'd heard that the eight SEC teams probably get in the NCAA tournament. Right now, the two main guys, Lenardi and Jerry Palm, both have nine SEC teams in their projected field. That ninth team that's on the cusp there, do you know which team that is? There's actually not a team on the cusp. Like, there's, I think, 10 seed is the lowest. There's, like, no one in the last four, no one in the play-in game, or, like, last four out. There's nobody that's just right there on the edge. It is, I mean, it's looking good for the SEC right now. It's always good. The more teams you can get in, but that doesn't necessarily say anything about how the conference is going to do in a tournament because it's all about matchups. No, no, you're exactly right. Tonight, A&M at Vanderbilt. Look. LSU at Florida. Look. It's Mississippi. Ole Miss at Kentucky. I'm with Coach Z. Kentucky's lost three straight at home. Ole Miss is good. Ole Miss is getting eight and a half points on the road. kind of like this game. Pat Saracen. Yeah, that'd be the way to go. Check out. we got to go back uh, to the uh, double R props. I was looking at it during one of the breaks. They're like four, Joe, that I really like. We'll try to carve out some time. If we can't get to it today, we can always do it tomorrow. Hour number three is coming up next. Stick around. More Out of Bounds coming up right after this. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters. It's a company I've used for years for many projects, inside and outside over the years, and soon you'll be able to say the same, and you'll be happy that you can. I don't know what I'm doing most of the time, but Serta Pro does. They'll walk you through the process, help you pick out exactly